So put your red suit in there somewhere if you're changing it underground. Great. It's just not a Spider-Man rain spoiler cast. <laughs> oh, then I'll leave then. I can see I'm not welcome. Do, do, do you guys remember? Do you guys, do you guys, do you guys remember when Peter killed Mary Jane with his cum? His radioactive spider jizz? So yeah. a corpse with four giant metal arms just destroyed the whole house, leaving here. Weird. <laughs> It was a skeleton with, with bebop goggles. It was really bizarre. Spider-Man Rain is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I kind of love that book, though. It's definitely in, like, the top ten, like, what the fuck were they thinking? Well, <laughs> like, I, like, I like that book as just a fucking Dark Knight Returns ripoff. It's not a good one, but I like the fact that someone was like, let's just do that. I'm like, okay, how bold of you. Yeah, it's not the first time someone I the, the, I can't remember who wrote it, but there's like a cover, and Lois was dead at some point, and Superman like has sex with Maxima on her grave. Whoa! Yes. Huh? Yeah, okay, that's... why is that a recurring thing? Um, oh. Like they, someone has to fuck on the grave of their wife. Um, I mean, I mean like they're all just stealing Scott, you know? So. Yeah. Um, I, I, I remember reading a web comic that was done really well. That was animated, I think. And the same guy did one where it's older Batman and older Joker after Joker's murdered Gordon and him. It's basically Batman and Joker join hands and jump to their deaths together while 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 embracing the entire time. Um, where like mm -hmm. the earth is just fried, there's nothing alive on it, and Superman's this old motherfucker who is like this planet is dead and everyone else is dead and everyone I love is dead and there's nothing left me here. So he backs up into outer space and flies through the earth and destroys it. <laughs> like, this author must have been just like held underwater as a child. He's going through some shit. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this? Wait, what is what? Here lies Lois Lane Kent, beloved wife of Clark. <laughs> No, <laughs> like Cyclops fucked Emma, Emma Frost on her grave. Cyclops fucked Emma Stone on, on Jean Grey's grave. Yes, Emma Stone. <laughs> yes, Emma Stone. Yeah, curious. Emma Stone traveled back in time to have sex. With I'm gonna fuck you on her grave, Scott. And he's like, I thought she was you. <laughs> she tricked. Uh... She tricked me. She's this non-psychic actress from, from the late 2000s. Um, anyway, everybody, welcome to our Spider-Man 2 review. Doesn't it sound like one already? Um, oh, yeah. I'm Connor McGraw, and that was my weird Spider-Man rain joke that popped into my head about an hour before we did this. Nice. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm Hunter Downport, and uh, this is the rise of Shin Hunter. There will be takes on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arlen Haro, as usual, and Lou Gonzalez. And so, what we were talking about is so the story by credit goes to Alfred Goff and Miles Miller, uh, <laughs> who are the creators of Smallville. I hate this. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate. I hate all of this. I hate it. <laughs> why? Why? Why are we haunted by that show? No. Because it's such a, like an important show. <laughs> they were 
they were they must they wrote this while they were doing Smallville. The show yeah. not have touched something that I'm involved with. <laughs> hey, that's what yeah. happens when the show is on for a decade. Like, at and it's, it's, at this point, like the, the connections are becoming so, like, okay, Prehysteria Three had Matt Letcher, who plays the Reverse Flash, who's on the Flash, which only exists because of Smallville. Yeah, true. At this point. Why? Why? Well, the circle is even greater because, as I te- as I put into the chat earlier in the day, uh, Prehysteria three, written by one of the writers of one of the early drafts of Spider Man. So the only way yeah. this, this like this, the only way this circle closes is if we have Michael Rosenbaum or Tom Walling on the podcast. Yes, yeah. I feel like there's a chance that we could have Rosenbaum because he seems like that cool of a guy. Yeah. Yeah, I might contact his people, I guess. Especially you two, you guys would like him because most of the time when he has uh, people on, he's like, "Why can't anybody make a goddamn good horror movie?" That's like his big thing. Oh, good. I mean, he's yeah. a huge, which is why him and um, Gunner are such good friends because they just like hang out and watch horror movies together. <laughs> That's actually pretty sick. Mm-hmm. They're just they're like, there's nothing good on. Like, yeah, he had some uh, hot takes that I guess he got like beaten down on Twitter for about Get Out. Really? Yeah, he's like, this isn't a horror movie. I mean, it isn't, but it, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a super dark comedy. Yeah, which is what he says. He's like, that's it's not a horror movie. It's a com- it's like a dark comedy. That's not, that's not even like a hot take. Why would he get beat down for that? Because it's the internet's. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, Get Out is the worst film of the year that it came out, and uh, uh, I don't know, fucking no. I what year did that come out? Last year, two years ago? I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, I mean, it feels like forever ago. Like, a, yeah, I, I mean, mean uh, movie of twenty seventeen, to be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, like an actual, uh, an actual hot take uh, is Dallas Sonnier who called the movie. Uh, uh, a muck, um, uh, trite <laughs> and trite. Um, Dallas Onyer, uh, director of the most divisive film of all time, Bone Tomahawk. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, uh, really watch his mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I like Bone Tomahawk, but like, dude, punch in your fucking weight class, please. Uh, yep. So, okay, I gotta get this out of the way first because we'll spend all, all episode talking about this. Uh, I think the first half of this movie isn't very good. Um. Okay. All right. Let's. <laughs> okay. Let's no. I, I don't know how to respond to that. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Here. 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 Hear me out. Okay. When yeah. Peter's being like kind of lazy and just like, kind of like kind of grubby and not like being a piece of shit to Mary Jane like this whole time. Like he she's yeah. right she's right to be upset at him. Like but like she yeah uh, up until a point. Yeah up until um, yeah, I, I agree on that. But I just think he, Peter like Toby McGuire is just phoning it in for like the first half of this movie. <laughs> I don't disagree. She's I think the worst I just think, like, we were talking a little bit beforehand. I think the problem is, is that, like, the whole first part of the movie makes the second part better. It does. It yes. does. But, it like, does. it doesn't feel um, like a story for a second movie. I will it, say this. It, mm-hmm. This is Tobey Maguire's sleepiest performance. 
Well, everything it says he was in a shitload of pain because he had his back fucked up, which is this is the movie that Jill and Hall is going to jump in on. Oh wow! Yeah, Mm. yeah. Like he might have been on like a lot of painkillers. Oh my god! I didn't know that. I mean, that might yeah, that explains some things. Yeah, that was so like he almost did the movie. So I think this this movie falls victim to something that uh, that a lot of other movies have fallen victim to. Uh, something that Dark Knight Rises has a problem with. Um, <laughs> something that I could say that Dark Knight even has a problem with, which is that like it's a Spider Man movie, but Spider Man's not really in it that much. In the beginning, he's only Spider Man for like thirty five seconds. Yeah. yeah, and there's like a chase scene, and then there's like nothing significant other than Otto's origin story. That after problem, that, that problem is compounded in Dark Knight Rises because you get an hour of no Batman, mm-hmm. and then well, you get him for 15 minutes, and then he's gone again. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, this makes sense for a third movie if he's like dealing with all these dilemmas of like, who am I really? Can I have a life outside of being Spider Man? It's like, dude, yeah, you've been Spider-Man for like at this the point that this movie takes place. It's what like, it's year like, two, a year later. Yeah, yeah. May says it's been two years since Ben died, so like, he's very early on. Um, I, I mean, if we assume that the video games aren't canon, but similar events occurred, he's had like maybe a villain since Green Goblin. He says my enemies, so I'm assuming that there's more villains. Like yeah. yeah, and the way but, like his popularity and stuff, and like how people see yeah. him, he's been around as Spider Man for at least like maybe like a year. This is like year yeah. two. Basically. People know who people know Spider Man by this point. Like he's an institution. Uh, an Asian woman is badly singing his song on the street. Yeah, um, I like people. that was another trivia that was supposed to be a bit throughout the movie, and they just cut it all out. I love yeah. that. For as dated as J. Jones Jameson's line is, he's just chewing up the scenery the whole time. Oh, well, this is where we get the meme from. Yeah. He's just he's just hamming it up and it works so well. Is this the movie that has um uh, Peter, get out, you're fired. Yes. <laughs> Peter, come back, you're fired. You're not fired. You're on fire. You're hired again. Oh, this is the, this is the, that means this is the video, the movie that gave us uh can I get paid in a van? Yeah, that's the he means back with the meme, yeah. And I get paid in snance. <laughs> Nance. <laughs> like, cuts to what's his nuts. I can't remember that fucking dude's name. The black dude is always in. Uh, oh, that's Oh, yeah, Robbie. Yeah, Robbie. Yeah, that's. that's I thought, no, it's not Ben Yurk. Ben Yurk is yeah, not no. in any of these. Ben Yurk. No, he's uh, Robbie. <laughs> Robbie. He's Robbie. another. Yeah, yeah he's the Robbie. other good newspaper guy. You're taking photos of Spider Man again. He's the one that almost cries when he's holding the mask. Which is like a yeah. very weird scene when he's just like all sad. I was like, Yeah, why? Like, I get why he's like the opposing force to Jay Jonah, but like I don't yeah, know. But like fucking lame duck. Like, except yeah. no one does anything. Like Ted Raimi's character is there to get picked on. Um mm-hmm. uh, he's, he, he's supposed well, to be like a like a yeah. Prize-winning, like editor, like he is like the newspaper editor in all of existence. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, Ted Ramey is there to set up a character who is apparently canon in this universe. Uh, for two films. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's very yeah, strange. The fact that Peter's been going in and out of there for weeks on end, year, you know, two years, every, you know, two or three times a week. He's never run into and has never heard of and has never spoken to this person. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, yeah. This is Eddie Brock. Who? He he works next to oh, you. No, that's not what I was referring to. <laughs> no, I, I was talking about. So uh, in this movie, at one point when they're doing the doctor or the Otto Octavia stuff, and they're like, "What's his name?" At one point, they throw out Doctor Strange. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, and and Jonah's like, "Yeah, no, it's great, but it's taken." Um, yeah. So Doctor Strange is canon in the Raimi Spider Verse. Yeah, uh, which is weird. Um, and also I don't, I, we talked about this before you got on, but like, I don't understand how that happens. Who owns Dr. Strange at this point in time and why well, Dr. Strange, if you have like say the name, they just can't show the character. Well, right. I think it's like, it's like the same thing as like fucking, uh, Batman and Robin when, um, George Clooney's like, this is why Superman works alone. No, right. no, no. that was completely set up. There was well, yeah, that, that was set up, yeah, because they were they were talking about a, uh, a was Justice League movie. So <laughs> set up the it was going to be the Nicolas Cage movie, and then they were going to do a World's Finest. Yes, and they wanted to and they wanted to push that even further because there was talk of a Wonder Woman movie, mm -hmm. and I mean we talked about it when we did Steel, but Steel probably would have shown up as well. Um, was supposed if, to be in that. There was supposed to be a Nightwing spinoff. With his fucking bad Robocop theme. Mm -hmm. well, the uh, thing is, the movie didn't like just better than all the time. Everyone's like, you take this seriously? He's like, I can't. He's like, well, I, I want the movie to come out first and then, uh, then Wheels comes in or whatever. <laughs> I got to go kick out my, my, my paralyzed friend. It's like, how yeah. are you supposed to find like, the one seven foot tall black man that knows how to work technology? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, the um. So do you want to just roll down the people who were uh, back this movie, and then roll down the only new people who are in this movie again? Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, and like the to add to that, the before they were famous because there's two huge ones. Well, let's yeah. start with those two. So you have the two second cameo of Daniel Day Kim. What? Um, yeah. yeah, he is the he is Octavius's assistant that gets one line, I believe. He he has like two or three like but they're they're very much like video game NPC lines like <laughs> the, <laughs> the reactor is overloading. <laughs> like I see when he came on, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I can't believe he's here. No, and then the and then the other one is Emily Deschanel, also known only yep. forever as Bones. Yep, doing she her like for twelve years, like. But her accent was amazing. Um, what's his name that played Venom should take a lesson from her New York accent. I agree. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, hey I'm Eddie Brock, and I don't know what year I'm supposed to be from or what country, really. Her accent was great. It's like, I'm not paying for those. Yeah. <laughs> and just chewing her gum and twirling her hair as like a secretary. Can we, can we talk about his, his landlord and how he's the best character in, in these movies? You mean the, the consistently saucy-faced-looking fucking Russian guy? Yeah, it's yes. so amazing. No, his name is, Rent. His name is uh, Ditkovich. Yeah, Ditkovich. Yeah. Yeah. They, they named 
I perceived Ditko. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't even put that together. I his, thought it was just a dick joke. His poor, uh, his poor daughter. Oh, she gets even done dirty in the third movie. Why don't oh, you yeah. make me some cookies? Was it Ursula? Ursula, yeah. yeah. Can you make me some cookies, Ursula? I think is the line she gets in the third movie. Is that to her? Because that's what Venom does to him. It makes him malt cookies from the neighbor girl. At one point, he's like... Um, at one point, she's like made him a bunch of cookies, and he's like, can you add some more chocolate to these while he's on the phone? Uh, yeah. yeah. Spider-Man 3, we're going to be doing yeah. that soon. I actually did not realize they set up all that like with like this kind of like oh he's got a little like side action happening here from the neighbor yeah. girl the second movie I was like oh she's like so into him yeah she so stuff like that really just yeah. like oh yeah she is so stuff like that and like Robbie's reaction when he's like it's almost like you left right when Spider Man came in. Um, stuff like that made me think that this movie was originally like three hours long. And then I remember there is a director's cut that's like 240 or something like that. Um, but it made me think that like they planned on this being a much bigger movie because it feels like a lot was cut out uh, watching this time around. Oh, yeah, some... there are definitely like sequences that like happen so fast. Like the jump to certain things are so immediate. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because um, there's stuff that feels like it could use some more room to breathe, um, like just introducing Kurt Connors out of nowhere, um, <laughs> even though they set him up. Hi, I'm missing an arm. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Doctor Connors, where are you going? I'm on my way to your class. Um, that ended. It's like, yeah. oh, get your paper on my friend, Doctor Otto Octavius. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That that ended. Yeah, I actually do like the idea of them being friends, like some of those characters being yeah. friends beforehand. Yeah, I like that as well. Like, I mean, it's only something I can imagine in my head, but imagining like a first class prequel movie of like all these scientists hanging oh, out yeah. or something. That would actually be hilarious, either like a comic book where it's like uh, freshman year of like advanced physics and it's all like the goofy like <laughs> villains. Doctor Doom is there. He, like Doctor yeah. Doom is the valid Victorian. Yeah. Well, it's like Norman it's like the Shiner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the thing I mentioned last time we were talking about this is the the thing the game incorporated was the fact that um Otto and Norman went to school together. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of wish that was in these fucking movies. Well, yeah, again, like it, it, when Norman dies, everyone's like, "Who?" Yeah. It's it's interesting. Like there, there's no really effect of Norman being dead outside of the Harry stuff. Like yeah. his death seems to not weigh on anybody. Uh, which yeah, I, not, a, I, not a not a corporation named after. Well, like they don't even like. All right, so he died, but they don't like the world's like. Okay, so he died. How did he die? Right. Does anybody? Like, he had two large wounds around his penis. Right. <laughs> He was like, a he was in a hotel. I, it happens. No. We don't know, and we never asked. How is Oscorp still a thing, even though like twenty five people from that company were murdered? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, a valuable piece of their technology and research was stolen. Yeah, um, like and used to assassinate people, and no one knows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no one ever seemed to question where it went. Nope. 
not, not at all. Also, like, and I know this is movie logic, but like, so Harry's betting the entire success of his company on well, the artificial sun project. I, uh, think, I think it's played based on like what I was hearing him say is that he was given like the specific project to work, like a money for a project. And that okay. he only had, like maybe he, it's kind of like, I think of it like, uh, let's go to Batman again. Like, all right, he inherits like, you know, Oscorp, but they're like, yeah, you're like a 20 something year old douche who does, hasn't even graduated college. Right. Um, you get paid if you want, here's a little project. And he puts all of his own personal kind of, um, I don't know, power into it. And since it flopped, then oh, he's okay. just like nothing. Like he just gets to sit home and be a rich guy. So basically, he lost all his chips at yes, the company. But exactly. the company, the company is going to be fine. Uh, okay, yeah. that that actually makes a lot more sense than than just betting your entire hopes of success on. version of Harry has like what is this whole thing with like having it having it have no effect? Is that I'm gonna go right back to Amazing Spider-Man Two with this one and go back to that well because. Uh, I don't know when we get to it, but it needs to be addressed. That I would rather have the three movie burn of uh, John, James Franco becoming this like pseudo, like kind of glider wearing, like I, uh, kind of goblin, rather than Dane DeHaan goes to a basement and puts on a backpack. I, I like I like New Goblin because he's like, yeah. When by the time you get to him, it feels right. Like it's not. Yeah, but you also have like. Yeah, the mystery it's man from Amazing Spider-Man one and two, who's just walking through a fucking basement. And he's like, "There's the vulture backpack, and there's the octopus backpack, and there's right. the rhino backpack." I and really think the vulture backpack. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of. I wanted to see that Sinister Six movie because I just wanted to see what the fuck it would be like. Yeah, it would not as the video game. Well, yeah. I mean, at the time, I remember thinking, "Well, they got the guy from Daredevil to quit Daredevil at this." point. Better be good, right? Yeah, like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> but, like, uh, I, I like, I like, uh, Harry in these movies because he's like, mm -hmm. I can see where he's is coming from. Like, he's not, yeah, he just become, oh, like, nah, uh, he has mixed feelings because he's kind of just like a he's rich a little, boy. He's a little irrational. Like, well, yeah, part of it, the, fucking, the, the, the big catastrophe, like, saves him from. From straight up death. Well, and I he, think he saves me. He's like, this doesn't change anything. I'm like, fuck you. Yes, it does. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that's part of it, though, is that he's so stubborn. Like, he's not. Yeah. I don't. He's like, has the glasses and he's like, I'm done. And like, where he's all pouty and bitchy. I'm like, you're still rich. Like, all I have left is Spider Man. It's like, why? Well, like, money doesn't buy happiness, Lou. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll say this: There are scenes where he works, and there are scenes where he's overplayed. Oh, you mean um, every everything in Spider-Man Three? Is what you're saying? Right. Well, no, just in this movie alone. So, like, I think, uh, I think him slapping Peter at the party totally works. I think everything about that that that. Oh, party. him drunk. Oh, that that's a good scene. I think, yeah. And him with the champagne, like I think that works. But then I think there are other scenes that do not work as well. So I think that you mean anything with Mary Jane. The birthing dinner. Yeah, I, I don't think that works. I do like his face during the wedding. It's really funny. Like <laughs> this like half smile, like half I have a devious plan going on that I'm formulating thing that he's doing. Um because the wedding happens right after he finds Norman's secret. Um 
so yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, mm, I don't know. There are parts where the though where I don't think his performance is very good. I think it's a bit overcooked. I think, I think I think I think his arc as a whole is like really good though. Like yeah, yes, yeah, I agree. I agree. His his arc as a whole is much. It's it's a very smart thing to do, and I think that if they had pulled it off even just a little bit better, um, our well, cut out one character and gave him the base to breathe in the third. Yeah. Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only uh, one of the main cast we haven't talked about is Kristen Dunst. She still sucks. I'm mean, <laughs> sorry. I can't. Fine. I can't see her in movies. She's fine. Like she's I'm not sure. doing anything. She's at her best in this one, I would say. Um, she doesn't get what to do. She just gets to like, yeah. And then like, there are a couple like her scene with like John Jameson. I think is actually an interesting character development kind of a mm-hmm. thing. But the scene with her like when she's wedding dress shopping with her friend is so fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. There's stuff in this that's dumb, and there's like I think. Everything up until when Peter comes to her in the party and she's like, oh, you. Like, everything up until that, I think that she's kind of reasonable. And I like most of her scenes up to that point. And then everything after that, I'm like, are you a different character? I think think it's the destination that has actually destroyed the journey for me. Because Mm -hmm. after Spider-Man 3, I look back in her entire character arc and go, you were fucking meaningless. Like mm-hmm. you added nothing to anything, and then at the end of it, you were just fucking insufferable. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't blame her. To me, like I blame the writing for her. Yeah, There's nothing for her to do. Like yeah. she yeah. from scene to scene. Yeah, no, it, it's not like it's like the the Candace Patton uh, Iris thing. Candace yeah. Patton is doing what what she can with that fucking wretched material. Well, um, yeah. you're Spider Man. We yeah. are. Sp- oh my god. <laughs> I was actually good when she had a fucking job. She like rolls up a newspaper, right. she smacks Peter in the nose. She's like, "We are Spider Man. We are Spider Man." <laughs> I do think who gets like a real bump up and actually is like really good in all of her scenes is Aunt May. Oh like, yeah, it's actually like, oh, she is still a very doting old lady who seems oh, like this time period altogether. The scene yeah. where uh, Peter is telling her the like the truth. Is like she. Oh acted, my god! She, she acted like he fucking shot Ben himself. Yeah, you would react. It's like the like the initial like just the shock of it, and then like mm-hmm. her next scene with him is like really good too. And I I, I always I, I didn't think I mean at the time when I first saw this I wasn't thinking this way, but watching it now I'm thinking she's feeling the way that Peter wants her to like she's reacting to it with the gravity that Peter would expect. I think that she's kind of meeting him on that level. I think that if it weren't such a big deal to him, it wouldn't be such a big deal to her. No, um, I think it's more the shock of the information. I think it's. I think that's true. But like, if Peter was even a little bit less like having a hard time saying the words, her reaction would be slightly different. You know what ruins all of this? The next mm. movie. I agree. No, <laughs> I think there's a lot of hurt by the later. By the later films, but I think that just watching it, just like you know, but like I love like the series. 
you know, moving really good with her speech. I'm like, and I was like, oh, yeah. he knows he's goddamn Spider Man already. Oh yeah, she knows. She, in the the whole superhero speech, like she's totally like giving him like a yeah. And I'm like, yeah. when does she well, know? I, I always like the idea that people in Peter's life, except Mary Jane, because she's dumb. Um, like the people who are closest to him, they figure it out. They fucking. Oh, no, she, so she says in this movie, I always knew. Yeah. Um, and I'm inclined to believe her that she always knew. She just didn't want to believe it. Like, yeah, she does the upside down kiss because she thinks that he's Peter, not because she's in love with Spider-Man. She's in love with Peter throughout this movie. Um, to, to go into the guys who wrote this, it's like it's something they did throughout almost the entire series of Smallville. Yeah. Everyone's like, um, why do you keep running off and disappearing? Mm-hmm. It's so odd. Like, and then it goes again to the Aunt Macy, which I think is actually a really funny scene with them and Joe McHale in the bank. Yeah. It's like, oh, your son, the hero, your nephew, the hero. And she just like looks at him and Spider Man pops in the next second. It's like, okay, yeah. guy. She kind of knows. <laughs> okay, guy. Hunter. I said, and then Joel McHale steals. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Inside, Octop- octopus start stealing bags of money with giant dollar signs on them. He did, and uh, filled with coins, and then he started throwing them. God um, damn it, Sam Raimi! <laughs> is there dollar coins? Like, what fucking coins are they? But they're what gold. Here is it? Why <laughs> they're gold coins? <laughs> Why do we have fun bag? Why do we have? Like Louis C.K. once said, like bags of coins that a lord would carry around and go, like, well, here's a coin for your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, I have, how much do you have? Money. <laughs> as much as I love Doc Ock in this movie, there's a plenty of times I'm like, he's just a dude. He has metal arms. If he gets hit in the face <laughs> or something, there, he should be there unconscious. Is, there's a big problem with most of his look outside of his goggles and his arms because at some point you're yeah. like, that is a portly man with pants pulled up way too high in a trench coat. And that is oh, yeah. it's a trench it's coat to hide the wires. That's what yeah. it is. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. Which um, um I wanna I wanna mention the game again because um comparing yeah. this to the reveal in that game, uh this the idea of May knowing has come a long way. Uh now to the point where it's like now it's not just like, oh yeah, I always knew. Now they've managed to transition that into like Oh yeah, I always knew. By the way, I'm also about to die. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> no, and to go from that to like the Spider Verse, uh, your father's still alive. Yeah. Um, by yeah. the way, I hate you, son. Here's my last work. <laughs> Imagine Aunt May. Just... <laughs> I hate you, Peter. Here's my last work. It's just like a, it's just like a quilt. <laughs> <laughs> it should just wrote in the quilt. I hate you, Peter. <laughs> One of the squares that was her. I've been working on this for fifteen years. <laughs> I'm very oh. tired. It was a long fucking day. Um, uh, I'm actually the fucking pop filters in my mouth right now. I don't really care. I also um, I had something I want to talk about. What was it? Oh, uh, fucking uh, Doc Ock's wife. How she died yeah. is terrible. It's a plate of glass in her mouth, but like yeah. it never like. What, but like it happens, and she just falls over. I'm like, she'd be fucking like, 
she she be decapitated like like um mm-hmm. like balls fatality in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Uh, Arlen, have you seen that one? I think so. Yeah. You stick the hook sword in your mouth and pull it backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what am I thinking? I'm thinking of um one of the things I'm also thinking of is uh, Alien Resurrection. <laughs> There is a kill in My Bloody Valentine, right in the beginning, the new one, where yes. Gordon throws a shovel into a woman's mouth. Yes. Chops off the top half of her head. That's what would happen to Octopus's wife. She wouldn't mm-hmm. just go, ah, and then fall over like it just kind of hurt. Well, that's like one of the oh, scenes where I'm like, yeah. oh, this is a horror director, because there's so many like face, mm-hmm. face shots of people screaming. Okay. Especially well, when we're, room. we're just we're doing a different format of the conversation for this for this one. Let's just do um let's go right to the fucking the origin scene because um <laughs> a producer definitely walked away and like <laughs> and he's like reading off fake script notes. He's like, okay, and then the he's gone. We're going fully with that too. Put the chainsaw over there. <laughs> okay. What 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 is a nurse doing with a chainsaw? Well, they're trying to cut the arms off. But right. Okay. But that is clearly like a medical chainsaw. It's, they have stuff like that. They like do. Own chainsaw. It's supposed to be a surgical saw, but like, but the one that the main doctor has not look like that. It, it well, they wouldn't have a chainsaw, but the other saw is like something they would have. Yeah. Okay. That, it's a chainsaw because Evil Dead. That's why yeah. it's. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. But I'm trying. If you swapped out actors and put blood in it, it's just from Evil Dead. Oh uh, yeah, it totally it's is. It's and every really time a woman walk. screams in this movie, it's very Evil Dead. Like when the claws come through the wall in that like marketing agency or whatever, right. like it's so Evil Dead. Um, just also, like, like the scene where the like the shot where the doctor is like doing something and he sees something out of the corner of his eye and he like looks over at like the thing swinging. And he's like, oh, I guess it's just swinging because mm-hmm. it's like, everything in the entire thing is like so horror movie. Yeah, and there's no musical cues. Um, it's just sound effects and like it's 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 really well done because like for for a like it's a Sam Raimi horror scene like it's yeah it's just inserted with a Marvel villain which is super fascinating well, yeah and plot wise I actually think it's interesting because when the the kind of reveal happens like oh that wasn't him at all like he's unconscious that's right. the arm and then like yeah. that shows the, like the if, mentality if, of the AI. Too. Look this up on YouTube. It just says Spider-Man Two Evil Dead scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It. I like that stuff. Like the 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 Sam the Sam Raiminess kind of like pokes through like a lot. Like mm-hmm. there were times where I was watching this and it felt like Darkman. It, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of dark. <laughs> it really is. Um, um, uh, so I guess like we should go from this to uh, the the fucking train scene. Oh yeah, so good. Joey Diaz. Like the two. Yeah, <laughs> Joey Diaz. The, the, what? Yeah, yeah Joey, Joey Diaz has like the main like he's the first guy that tells him you got to get him. You got to go through us. That's him. Yeah. Right? Are you <laughs> kidding me? I got to talk to him. Apparently, isn't Tim Heidecker in that too? I think he might be. I know Tim Heidecker is in Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, what's his name from Pulp Fiction that gets shot in the head? Is in the scene. Bill Lamar. Bill Lamar. Yeah, there, there's a million cameos in this movie. Bill Lamar is in fucking 
everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, Bill Lamar is Aquaman. He's yeah. he's good. Like, he's yeah, like, uh, there's a scene in the pizza thing. It's Donnell Rollins. He's the guy that yells out, "That dude stole like Spidey stole that dude's pizza." Yeah, <laughs> pizza time is like the best scene in this movie for me. <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of comedic moments and comedic beats where they're just holding on it and they're just letting the scene play out with no with no real cuts. They're, and they're it's, playing they're playing for awkwardness and it really works yes. sometimes. It's, it's it's really good. Like oh the house sparks elevator scene. That's apparently oh. like a character in something <clears throat> that he's playing. Oh, I didn't know that. It would be an like, acknowledgement yeah. to a character he has. From Queer as Folk. Yeah. Yeah. Who's like, who's obsessed, oh. who wants to meet a superhero, and he does, and he thinks it's someone in a costume. <laughs> like, that's the whole joke, I guess. Yeah, uh, well, I didn't watch, I just knew him, um, he kept peer, appearing on VH1. That's how I kind of knew him. Yeah, um, he was in all the, like, I love the 80s, or whatever stuff. Yeah, or Best Week Ever, or fucking, you know, all that shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I know him from mostly as well. Him, that, and this movie. Um, yeah. I was, a weird I, was looking, I was at the laser time today, and uh, one of them brought up the fact that, like, VH1 cannot come back and do any of that because this is kind of our arena now, and they can't have it back. <laughs> <laughs> I think VH1 is gone as a station. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Wait, is it really? Pretty I much. Think yeah. I think it's just reality shows now. Like, it's just like. Mob wise, LA or whatever. Like, I, I, I haven't yeah. gotten VH1 in forever, so like, I don't even know. When I, was, I thought it still existed, but like, uh, because Laser Time goes 203010, um, they basically encompass all of what VH1 used to do. And if they ever try to do that again, Laser Time would probably find themselves like out of a job because, like, that is like they, they're like one of the top 20, uh, like uh, pop culture podcasts going right now. They're really like the top five for a long time. Hmm. Yeah. It, uh, but anyway, um, Hal Sparks and his fucking oh. weird purple frosted tips. Yep. And then the pizza, the the guy that owns the place is Asif Mandy. Who yeah. is from um it, well, he's known for the Daily Show, but yeah. uh he's yeah. had a few Oh my god, movies. he was fucking Avatar. He was yeah, he was yeah. he was um um Zuko's dad. Oh man, I could not take that movie. I mean, I couldn't take it seriously to at 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 a very early point, but then like he kept showing up. I'm like, you gonna cut back to John Stewart at any point soon? There. <laughs> the only the only thing I will give that movie is it is kind of interesting that all the different tribes are different races. Yeah, so that's what a lot of people didn't like because well, they, the drama they didn't the like... you were the more evil. Oh yeah, yeah that, no, I mean, like that, that in like, itself. Yeah. If it wasn't race weird and racist, it would be an interesting idea. You mean like actual nations as opposed to like um, elementally themed people? Yeah, yeah. Well, you mean like Game of Thrones did? Yeah, like, right. Uh, I can't. Remember. I always like like everyone in Essos was dark skinned because it was a hotter place, and it was very clearly like a, it was just there was fucking nothing there but sand. Yeah, and then if you go south, yeah. it's uh, what do you call it? The not the Tyrells, the Martells are all like yeah. Latin-y kind of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mountains and because it's like they're by the ocean and it's like the Mediterranean. And everybody in the north were were white, hairy, bearded men with dark, <laughs> with either dark or red hair. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because an invasion happened, and it, most of the kingdoms got conquered except the north. And then there's a lot yeah. of bastard children. See, yeah. Game of Thrones is a metaphor for England. If yeah, you didn't Game of Thrones is a great show that ended great, right? Right, guys? Yeah, that, yeah, that was great for Game of Thrones totally didn't end the way the Spider-Man trilogy did. Yeah. That mm. second sequel show they did, uh, I think it was called The Winds of Winter. Bad, not not as good of a show. It was it's not as good. It, uh, yeah. What do you think that Fran had out by the uh, that the, the the fucking tree with the face that name is escaping me right now, and that's why the last book is called Dream of Spring, everybody. Well, they changed the name. It was supposed to be like ah! no, no, no. It, they changed it to a Dream of Spring. It was supposed to be um, like an the Age of Wolves or something. Oh, okay. that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. What do you think Sophie Turner is more upset about, the ending of Game of Thrones or Dark Phoenix? Oh, well, <laughs> happened the same year. I think the reaction to Dark Phoenix is probably well, what she likes. I feel like she doesn't care about Dark Phoenix much because she filmed that two years ago, at least. I mean, I'll, I'll say this as the person who watched the film. Um, I think she's probably a little disappointed that the one where she did, I would okay. say, better work. And where she was like the centerpiece, you know, the fact that that one is getting shit. She's probably not a fan. In my mind, her and Maisie Williams laid a bet to see which one of their X Men films gets worse reviewed. Oh man, I just fucking two of them. Uh, So I I do like her as Jean Grey, and like I think I think that's not like that's pretty good casting. yeah. Well, she's a giant, tall, red-headed woman who's gorgeous. Yeah, and uh, and she actually like kind of kills it, and it. And she can act her ass. She's uh, angry. That she's good. I'm not like I just I just don't care about Dark Phoenix. I've done it so many times. Yeah. I'm just saying there are people who are just arbitrarily deciding. That oh no. Yeah, no, and I believe um, that honestly, I do believe. Yeah. That. Uh, I think most of it is more of a. Why did you need this? But do we want to talk about Spider-Man too? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what doing. It's so good we don't want to talk about it. Um actually here's the yeah. thing. I like not to uh, to parrot Hunter's like I think this movie's bad guys thing and he did in the chat before, but like I found myself warming up to this less than I did when I revisited X-Men yeah. 2. Because there's things about these movies, and I think a lot of it is the absence of someone like Willem Dafoe who can like like Alfred Molina is not chewing up scenery. He's fucking great, but he's not eating he, the dinner. No, he, he's, he's very well, different. Yeah, he's doing a different thing. I do think I think there's some stuff that is very that's very chewy though. That's the thing. Like he's he's not <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson joking about right. wife losing her checkbook. Mm-hmm. You know? I, a, but like the, the other thing about him though is that like the one thing I do like about him. Was and I'm gonna bring up the game a lot, everybody, because I'm sorry, the game's new and it's got really good representations of these characters, and it is a good through line of how far we've come since these. But the one thing I do like about seeing Octavius representations is uh very, very, very heavy, palpable sadness. Um, yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And has that to a like he is slouching the whole fucking film. Um, mm-hmm. Barely ever does anything with glee in his face. Like he's it, it's like that's just Alfred Molina. Like that's what he does. Yeah, that's the wheelhouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. Doctor Octopus is supposed to be a character who like you sympathize with. Like he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's not pure evil. He's just. I like, don't want to see Octavius get fucking beaten on, but if it's you know requirement, then so be it. But like. And even Norman is sympathetic to a point, but like Norman, it's at gets to like it gets to such an emotional peak where you're like, just fucking punch him. Norman, like, Norman, is, Norman is sociopathic. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, it's the and the the, the serum kind of like, he's already not a great guy, and then the serum makes him go over the edge. Yeah, it's like it's like the anti super soldier serum. It just makes him worse. Yeah. Um, I do actually really love the idea of um the arms having an own, their own ai feeding back to them like i like that whole mm-hmm. the way they explain it all because i'm like oh it's kind of like an interesting way it's like he is kind of getting like this onset of like mini schizophrenia yeah yeah the, the, the yeah, what, yeah when they when he starts describing what he's hearing i'm like yeah that's that's like real it's, mental illness stuff, yeah he's but. talking like he's talking to each of them like they're separate beings it's like, mm-hmm. it's like oh, this is what we have to do. Like it's it the right like, thing. It would work like a feedback loop, right? Where he's sending a thought out to the arms. The arms have an AI in them, and then his thoughts that are filtered through the AI are coming back to him. Yeah, in yeah. probably a way that he's in. It's probably still his thought. But the way it's being sent back to him is that it would seem alien to him. I guess is what I would. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's yeah, like you're outside of yourself. But there's like mm-hmm. four yeah. of them, yeah. and they're like, talking to you. You gave me a new arm, and like I'm like, it's got a you know an advanced computer chip in it. It's not. It's not right. my fucking arm. My it's arm got Jeff Fahey in it, and he's oh. talking to you. <laughs> oh, see, you went wrong. You had to go with Cyberman. Oh man! Well, well, no, Jeff Fahey was in that movie where a man gets a hand transplant, and his. Hands, and... But... Oh, no, 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 no! Oh shit! <laughs> Um, the, the killer limbs, yeah, or something. Uh, it on that one. Um, yeah, something. But he, yeah, he gets a hand transplant, and his hand tries to kill him. Yeah, because each of... part, it's like a serial killer, and the mom transplanted the different parts to different people, and then they have yes. to go and collect them to rebuild the serial killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, but like if you give me like a synthetic hand that was um. Had some kind of advanced AI chip in it, like advanced computer chip in it that would send, you know, certain, I guess, command like my brain sends a command to it. It sends a command back to my brain, and they're working in unison. Mm-hmm. Like, still not my fucking arm, and it would still feel weird. And that whatever came back to my brain, I'd be like, this doesn't feel right. Like, I, I'm arms also have cameras that are feeding into his brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's not just like has these four of their appendages. He also has four extra eyes and like senses. It's like. Cause that's yeah. why, like, I actually do like that thing when, like, he's in the bank and he just kind of smirks because he knows mm-hmm. that Spider Man's there. Like, all those little things are when Molina's like crushing it. And the little, he's so good in like those little moments of like, and I like when he's like kind of switching between the two of them, between the yeah. Doc Ock and the like the Octavius, especially yeah. at the mm-hmm. end. So, well. yeah, it's really good. I like, and he does again, this is what I'm talking about with chewing scenery, like. When he like drops Aunt May, like <laughs> it, he's really good in that scene. He's playing it up very big. Um, I could argue that he's, he's kind of inconsistent in that scene because every other choice he makes in the movie, he's avoiding trying to be a bad guy as much as he can, 
even capturing her. It doesn't seem like he like wants he, anything. He just wants to not get shot at. And yeah. I feel like he like he kind of does that to get to get away. Never mind when he drops her or when he kidnaps her. Well, it's just like the entire thing of taking her. But once he's captured her, the way he acts is, and once he's on that building, the way he acts is kind of not fitting with mustache curly. Yeah, it's takes Mary Mary Jane too. Like, yeah, and even then, he's he's not trying to hurt her though. No. He takes yeah. her because he knows that she has a connection to Peter, and Peter knows Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not acting out of malice, is what I'm getting at. Like he, for the most part, like maybe uh, willful. Um, uh, what what the it's thing awful. that John it's, Landis is guilty of? It's uh, all for the greater good. It's willful <laughs> endangerment. Oh, willful endangerment or some shit like that. Yes, yes, willful endangerment. Yes, like I, I think a murderer. It, yes, you're right. I, I think to me it comes off more of like he's like I'm like he's like I'm doing bad things before like a good reason like I need to build mm-hmm. this and it all goes back to which I actually they do a great job of tying in which is actually a better speech than I think we get from Uncle Ben when we which we have to talk about that happens in this movie is the Aunt May speech is like yeah sometimes like for like for people like you have to give up your dreams in order to do what you're supposed to do because sometimes mm-hmm. what you want to do is not what you're supposed to do. Well, yeah. and that again goes back to the game moment with May because, like, Peter's stuck with it. Like, I, Peter's like, I should give you this antidote right fucking now because I have it in my hand and you're right in front of me. And May is basically like, yeah, no, but you know what you should do. And so he, he opts to have it, you know, uh, mass produced and inoculate the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. it's really easy to write good May shit. Well, because she's <laughs> yeah, like, it is. She is a very good character. Like she's yeah. well. It's also she's been around for. Well, I also you know, like that. Like we, like contemporary writers have decided that like she's not a fucking grandma. Um, well, it, it never makes sense to make her that old. And I, I think that, and there were so many different interpretations where it's like Aunt May is seventy eight years old. I think it changed in the Ultimates when they made her like fifty, but she was like a spry fifty. I don't know how to explain right. it. She's Marissa Tomei. <laughs> oh, well, Marissa Tomei is better than Scribe. Marissa Tomei is like defying the laws of aging. Fifty. Yeah. Yeah. You're fr- yeah. you're freakishly attractive, aunt. <laughs> yeah. There's no word to yeah. describe her. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like because the Ultimates May ends up hooking up with Jarvis, I believe. Whoa. Yeah, and it's very similar to Weird. the. Weird. Well, it's. Maybe what we were kind of seeing if you replace Jarvis with Happy. Mm. <laughs> All <right>. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I can't wow. wait for Happy to look at Peter and be like, if you keep acting up, I'm going to be your new dad. Yeah, he's going to be like, hey, Happy's my nickname. It's what yeah. <laughs> they gave it to me because uh, the ladies gave it to me or some terrible okay. line to say. You don't, call, you don't call me Happy. May calls me Happy. You, <laughs> you, call, me, you call me Mr. Hogan. <laughs> God damn it. God, God damn it. Um, yeah. You partner? Yeah. I, I do want to bring it up. Like, What do you guys think of them actually doing the whole John Jameson thing in this movie? Uh, they kind of had to. I mean, mm. did they? Because, like, I get, like, putting someone else in Mary Jane's path, which, how many fucking times does Peter have to walk into a place taking photos and realize that his 
love of his life is dating somebody like that he's uh, there to like photograph. Mm-hmm. It's like John Jameson is such a like 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 it or not like he's actually like a key part of Spider-Man. Uh, because he is the astronaut who comes back with the fucking symbiote, correct? Yeah, which yeah. is yeah. In the, of- in, I know in the animated version, like the original animated TV show, also, the symbiote comes in a really fucking dumb way in the comics. Oh, that's right. The, the, the it's symbiote the battle world. Yeah, the symbiote world. arrives during Secret Wars originally, yeah. and then and that's comes- been that's been yeah. changed and kind of uh, retcon mm-hmm. a little bit from time yeah, to time. In the cartoon that like we grew up on, me and Connor, like. That was around during the X Men cartoon. Yes, it came. Uh, yeah, we with grew. The- I think we all grew up with that. That, no, that yeah, cartoon that- spans generations. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that cartoon doesn't have a fucking ending. Uh huh. Yeah, and they made a sequel Mary, where he Mary, goes to Mary space. Jane's a, a oh, water. Limited. Mary Jane is a water clone. Are we going to get a closure on this? Oh God, no! I forgot about that. Wasn't Hydro Man her brother or something goofy in the show? Yeah, something like that. But here, think about that for a second. The Spider-Man cartoon show ended with Hydro Man. Well, not just that. It ended with them needing to find... No, Hydro Man was trying to kill Stan Lee because Stan Lee was there. Yes. Yes, there's a whole meta thing about... And there's a the whole Spider-Man. scene where, like, Stan Lee is there, and he's like, where I'm from, you're a comic book character. And he's like... And then Spider-Man, of... Spider-Man leaves yeah. him there, and he goes, well, how do I get down from here? I guess I'll wait for Reed Richards to show up. Like, <laughs> Hydro-Man, yeah. James Cameron's favorite supervillain. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. No, he would... We're... James Cameron would make a Hydro-Man superhero film, okay? He would. He would make, <laughs> That's he what would he be, wants to do. He would yeah. be the hero of the movie, and Peter Parker would be the villain. And then yeah, he, he wants to make a movie about Richard Strand, who's electro but but not electro, and he has a fetish for women wearing rubber because that, that's so stupid. Yep. Mm-hmm. The more yeah. you the more you talk about this film, it sounds more like a fucking David Lynch superhero movie. It, it sounds like a David Lynch porn Richard movie. Strand doesn't it's... like he he likes but hates rubber. Because okay. if he touches his girlfriend, he'll electrocute her. But he really wants to touch her because we won't say we won't say where he came from. He'll just appear and have powers. I yep. guess he never read The Watchmen because that's like a big part of Doctor Manhattan. And, and he'll have an oxygen mask because I like that part in Blue Velvet. <laughs> I so have to stand on. back to the microphone to do David Lynch because he's always screaming. Is that an iPhone? <laughs> you can't watch Spider-Man on your phone. Get real. Get real. Your you can only out. watch Spider-Man projected directly into your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not experiencing Spider-Man on your phone. Fuck you. <laughs> That fucking video of him getting so fucking mad while filming Twin Peaks The Return is, is life affirming. It is. Because it's you're you watch an artist just get fucking fed up with the Hollywood system. Mm-hmm. I he, can't do it. I can't I can't work with I'll never do this again, I swear. You can't fucking dream a little bit. I would spend so much more time in those nightmare sequences, it would make your head spin. <laughs> Like, and he's okay. just fucking he's just whipping a cigarette back and forth. He's like, fuck this system. I hate Hollywood. 
funny thing is he's fucking right about everything because he wants to do all this mm-hmm. weird shit, but he's just not allowed to because, like, it was not to get really off topic, but it was like, oh, we only have these people for so long. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Like that's like not a Hollywood. It's like um, because David they have jobs and other jobs because they well, want to make. Well, it was it was like it was between. Like the rental for the fucking the hotel that they were using for um to film in Twin Peaks, like the town. Like mm-hmm. when he fucking I guess when he filmed there, it was like, we're just gonna live here for a bit and we're gonna film here. Um yeah. Um, but like now because Showtime is this fucking behemoth of a network, um, they've got like it, it's more red tape than he's ever been accustomed to, I'm sure. So it's lots of like no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. You can kind of do this. You can kind of do this. You can do this. No, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And he's not, he doesn't want to be told no. And I'm sh- actually, to tie this back to Sam Raimi, um, this is probably the last movie where he got probably as much freedom as he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Movie yeah. Sam, which kind of ties into your nightmare thing. It's like, oh, can we talk about the weird existential moment in this movie that makes no fucking sense? Repeater? Oh, you- yeah, yeah, where he enters the White Lodge to talk to Ben. Okay, um, I, I, I'm, I'm obsessed with this scene because Uncle Ben does not break that pose once. No, because that's how Peter last remembers him. And no, no, no. yeah, it, it's still weird. It's, oh, it's it's bizarre. And Peter just he goes there with his mind. I guess mind he's sitting on his, the cut is he sits on, he's sitting on his bed, but like kind of scooched up where his like tailbone is up by his pillows. And mm-hmm. back, it's the back wall in his shitty apartment. It and then was, we just cut to the white space. with the yep. like, it, right, It's it's, it's like the same place you'd find like baby Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. under the it's, fucking, under the fucking, the bench. You know, it's where dad, yeah, it's where Daniel Radcliffe goes to fucking talk to Dumbledore. Or he's yeah. like, <laughs> is, is this place real? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Which, which Pirates of the Caribbean movie it is. But the third one, I think it's the third one where Captain Jack Sparrow is like in that white. You mean, you mean, yes. okay, hold on. You mean the most, yes. the most disappointing version of Davy Jones's locker ever that yes. I, I still somehow loved? Yeah, it's no, it, that's what I mean. It, it looks because like, it's just like it's because like when I think Davy Jones Locker, I think of like pirate, like the pirate hell. Right. I didn't think it was like, yeah, yeah. You're just left with nothing. You just go insane. Like well, it's well, like also, being stranded on an island forever. Yeah. Um, huh. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like it's the, like my peanut. My, yeah. And my then peanut. he's fighting an army of himself. Um, yeah. And then, I, a, yeah. like, a rock he picks up that he licks turns into a crab. Like, yeah. Can you imagine if, like, uh, like Peter walked up and, like, he, he, like, licks Ben's fucking face and, like, he grows crab legs? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be even, that'd somehow be even more Lynchian. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I do, but yeah, I do. And he's like, with great power come be. great crab. And then he just fucking, like, right. like, fucking fiddle walks away. Just like, See, I feel like the crab would look at him and like tip a hat and then walk away. Scuttles yes. away under like a fucking like like a manhole cover. Like no, no, the crab whispers to him, back to formula. Back to formula. Uh, <laughs> he has an all-encompassing nightmare. This should have been in part three. It has he's an all-encompassing nightmare of everything he's encountered so far. Yes. Absolutely. But yeah, I I do wonder, I do 
I do think it would be funny if, like, you looked in the background of the whiteness and you saw, like, Madam Web. <laughs> like, oh, that would have been, been actually been amazing, but, like, it makes but, so, like, But she realizes she's in frame and then just, like, scoots her fucking chair to the side. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is weird that there has not been a live-action Madam Web yet. Here's the thing. Um, Aunt May in Spider-Verse was, like, the closest thing we've gotten to May A being like an Alfred and also kind of a Madam Web because she she knows yeah. Miles she knows Miles is coming. She she kind of fulfills that. She's role. a sci-fi Madam Web. Like it's you suck out the mysticism and, and put a whole bunch more science fiction in there, and she's she is omni she's omnipotent. She knows everything. Yeah, she's right. I think she's, it's more like she's just like well, he's just like my nephew. This he'll show up. She yeah, I think, I, yeah, that's the that's the sort but, of. But but she is using she, but she's using science and rash and numbers to basically kind of to to have this what what to Miles is like you know it's it's divine knowledge. It's like how do you know, mm -hmm. like you know how do you know me without knowing me? She's like I just do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's she just knows she knows Spider Man, and she yeah. she's always known Spider Man. I also think <laughs> that for for a movie. Um, <laughs> For like, because look how long it took us to get a movie with Miles, and it had to have you know all this extra stuff onto it that I don't, I don't hate, and I loved, and yeah. I want more of it. But like, we still can't get Sony as it is to depart from most of the status quo. Like, I don't think we'll ever see Madam Web in a movie because it's fucking I, bizarre. It's like the spider see, totem and shit like that. You yeah. say that, but like, one of the people is now gone. She took mm -hmm. her, she took her marble rye and left. Well, so yeah, she hopped also, on her fucking, she hopped on her fucking stale Italian bread and rode like a broom. Right. I feel like instead well, of she, like the, the hot dog, the the hot dog yeah. mobile, it's just like a giant like sandwich. Mm -hmm. It's a giant. It's just a giant piece of rye bread. I was just, um, right, no, but I think, but I think she is, but she, I think she is still. A, just a part of a bigger problem in Hollywood, which is these producers who don't understand the source material. And if you present them with a weird enough angle oh. from the material, they go, "What the what? We we can't sell that, so neither can you." Thought, and you'll right. never convince a movie going audience to buy that. I thought Amy's problem is that she doesn't understand action movies. No. Yeah, I think that's more her thing. anything. But um, yeah, I think that the difference is is. If it's Disney being like, well, this is our ideas for Spider-Man three, and then after three, if we continue this deal, also four, three, doesn't doesn't Avi Arad still have a stake in this? Yeah, but he's yeah. not. He's probably like a silent, like go over there, take your check. Yeah, I don't think he. But are you are you saying like, he's like um he's John Peters for uh Spider-Man where it's like, yeah you're sure. you're an, you're an executive producer until you die, but you'll never be on set for one of these films ever again. Wait, was he yeah. executive on these movies? John Peters. Yeah, he was a uh, uh, or Avi Arad. No, Peters. No, Peters uh, is for Batman. Peter, Peters oh, is yeah. a producer for Batman films until he's his heart stops. Yeah, you said Spider-Man. Yeah, him and Michael Uslan. Um, yeah, they're both they're both. Michael Uslan owned Batman, but Christopher right. Nolan made the point. I think Christopher Nolan was like the first dude who was like that dude is never to appear on one of these sets, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. he, or I will fucking leave. Um, yeah. Because he knows what a toxic presence he is. He knows it's fucking useless. Yeah, right. And he's gonna and challenge I, him I've, to a I've fist told, fight. And I've told, yeah, I told the story about um, uh, my friend who interned at Sony. Or if anybody here hasn't heard it, I can tell it mm -hmm. again. Yeah, Lou, have yeah, you heard yeah, it? I don't remember if you have. So a friend of mine interned at Sony for a bit, 
and it was during the production of Amazing Spider-Man 2, um, which I need to pick his brain on more now that the years have passed since that movie, because uh, he tells me he was one of the poor fucking uh, unpaid interns who had to go assemble a bunch of Mary Jane uh, material that they then just excised. Um, mm-hmm. But um, he said he was in the studio one day, and he witnessed an argument between Avi Rod and his son, and he overheard just enough to hear this part, where it was basically a big blow-up argument over who should play Electro, and Avi Rod was like, Channing Tatum! <laughs> <laughs> and his son yeah. was like, his son was like, no! Like... <laughs> He's almost like, that's insane. He's like, you can't do that. Shaming Tatum. He's like, just because he makes money doesn't mean he's good for this. Like, you don't understand how that works. And Avi Rob was like, why not? Like, I kind of want to see Channing Tatum try to be Electro. Mm-hmm. Actually, that would be terrible. Well, it depends on, like, the script. I feel like that is the less mm-hmm. I mean, look, look, but look what we got. Look at the movie they made. I don't you think Channing Tatum in that movie would have been any better than Jamie Foxx? No. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I do. I've always imagined that Electro is kind of like this, like, skinny dude who's kind of, like, wiry. So, I, like, I get what they kind of went in a weird direction with it, though. Well, because Jamie Foxx is, like, five foot four. Yeah. And he's also, like, kind of a creep in that movie. He's also a beautiful man. They ugly the fuck up for that film and so then gave weird. him a gap tooth. Well, Max is supposed to be like a weird dude. He was a criminal beforehand. It's like yeah, well, yeah, kind but of. the whole the whole stalker angle and like the whole um, like oh, Spider Man adjusted my name tag once. That means we're best pals. And like right, it's it's they don't go far enough with it. Like he's mm-hmm. this is goofball who Peter is nice to once, and he's like he's like oh man, Spider Man my best friend. We're be- well, I know him. He's been- he knows me. We we were met once, and we're gonna be best friends forever. Um, and then that whole scene in, the, in uh, Times Square could have been cool um, had they gone far enough with it, but they don't. It's just like um, he doesn't even get mad that Peter forgets his name. He gets mad because – and they, they don't play this up enough in that movie because um, you're distracted by, how could you forget me? And then, denying the rising Spider-Man, my enemy. The fucking music swung in the background telling you Max's literal thoughts. Um, without using any subtle language whatsoever, and then dubstep happens. But um, he gets angry because he, like, something happens, and Peter saves a few people, and people are like, oh, hey, Spider-Man, woo! And Electro wanted the attention, doesn't get it, and that's what pisses him off, which they don't convey at all. Yeah, it's it's real dumb. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that scene is pretty, and then when Peter saves the people off the fucking, uh, that weird staircase, um... (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's it was fantastic looking in 3D, but then you go home and you're like, this takes forever. I'm trying to um, more originally. I do think that if Sony and Disney make a second deal, I think there could be a chance we see Madam Web because I do think the Tom Holland version could work. Here, here's what, like, what what will happen first, which I don't think is going to happen, is this whole campaigning to get Venom in the MCU. I, it I, makes no sense. I, uh, I know because I think that there's actually if they did that, it would work way better. Here's the problem: is that you're backpedaling on your origin story. You've already set it for Venom because they don't have a reason to interact. Connor, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean well, it, it, it does. No, it doesn't work. Right. Like there's there's a tonal like there's a complete tonal yeah. fucking valley between but them. I, I also do. like there's there what what would happen. 
what would have to happen is the suit somehow after hating Tom Hardy's existence and thinking his race is a bunch of morons who should who need to be eaten and controlled. After 10 minutes, he's like, I like it here. I'm going to stay. I also like you too, Eddie, for no reason. I just um, I think... And I... then the, the suit would have to leave Eddie, bond with Peter, bond with Peter long enough to then take his abilities, give them to Eddie, and then they'd have to have a reason to fight. Who the fuck could care about any of that i mean i i I don't think they'd even do venom as a villain at this point like i think that they would abandon that plot idea um which would be lame (laughs) yeah exactly they they probably would do it with carnage but even then carnage here's the problem with that they've already set up carnage they've already set up Mm -hmm. Cletus cassidy like there's been again there'd be no reason for this for the 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 origin we know for Carnage to happen, which is the symbiote, it's blood from Peter that still has like bits of the symbiote in it. I think that, I honestly think they would just like scrap everything that happened, Connor. I don't think they would even talk about. Oh my god, that would be fucking embarrassing. It would. Yeah, it but, would be annoying very but, much. So half did it with Incredible Hulk, but it's like yeah. it's like and see like uh, Abomination back. That movie is like very far from canon. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, the only the only two people that are canon are um the fucking general Ross and then and then a fucking uh what's his face from Freaks and Geeks. Uh he plays like a college kid who lets oh, but Ed Norton use a computer. Oh, yeah, he's, a yeah. he's a teacher and he, coming. Yeah, but I don't think it's one of the teachers. Yeah. Well, they here's the thing: they show footage of the. It, yeah. They show footage of the university attack in Iron Man Two and Avengers, and at the end of that movie, Tony does show up to talk to the to to uh, uh, Ross. Yeah. Well, yeah. they mentioned Harlem a bunch, but like it's mm-hmm. like we've literally have never seen Ross like the Betty again, no. which is like kind of fucking weird in the Hulk. Well, it's not just that it's like so they spend five or six lines on establishing where natalie portman is in the avengers like they spend a lot of time on it to like let you know that character is still alive and that she's safe they don't do any of that for betty whatsoever why isn't general ross like um hey banner what the fuck you can't call my daughter like Mm -hmm. (laughs) he doesn't like him um, mm-hmm. also, the, uh, Betty Banner, uh, Betty, Betty Banner, Betty Ross, Betty Banner. like nowadays, like hates Bruce Banner. <laughs> like, probably with Tyler to do like, I don't, I like, re, like, there's there's something that happens in Mortal Hulk. I don't know if you ever read that, but no, yeah, she definitely hates him. <laughs> yeah, but they've done a yeah. bunch of goofy shit with like when she became like Red She Hulk, like, oh, or when, or when Hulk was like, Freddy Prince Jr. must die. Lou, you need to read Immortal Hulk. I, I do because they 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 bring it back and. What happened? Speaking of bring it back, though, I think we've spun our wheels long enough, and I think we're <laughs> I think we're done with Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, uh, I mean, there are a couple. I think there are a couple things from the format we can visit yeah. very quickly. Um, do we think time has been kind to this movie? Do you think we it holds up? I think it holds up, but not as well as I remember at all. No, I, I yeah. think weird scenes yeah. like stand out even more, like the Uncle mm-hmm. Ben, and what we haven't even talked about is the ending. 
with uh, Harry. Yeah. That shit makes no fucking sense. It, it really doesn't. And it doesn't really pay off well. No. Um, I think it's a good setup. I do think it's yeah. a, it's an interesting are setup. You, are you talking about how Harry sees Norman? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that part really... Like, why? I don't get that. Like, a, a hallucination of the man that he didn't know as Norman, because Norman only... The only side of the only the only people who saw outside of Norman were us, the audience. Mm-hmm. Like the the whole mirror ghost thing was in his head, but we saw it through him. Yeah. Um, and there's no implication that Harry took a serum, is there? No. No. no okay. At the end of the scene. <laughs> okay. Actually, so I'm going to use something from previously in this movie to actually make it logically make sense. This is the mirror is how Harry goes into the White Lodge in this universe. Uh, So he is actually speaking to Norman's ghost. It's not a hallucination. Clearly, there's a giant in there who's God. That's that's right. (laughs) Exactly. Um, That's that's the the second scene of like some sort of metaphysical communication with the dead. Mm -hmm. And they established Doctor Strange is canon in this universe. Oh, you are reaching. Um, I, I mean... But it yeah. makes no sense otherwise. It's like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Never, it makes zero sense. He never like, had sort of like other issues. Like if it would have been a if they would have in any scene just had like where we're like following him and just hearing mm-hmm. her voice, then yeah. I could have gotten to that. Like just two or, or like the yeah. problem is that the the problem is the butler has a face turn. Um mm-hmm. if well, the, the butler, butler had been the worst actor on earth. Well, yeah, I mean, like if the butler had been secretly feeding Harry the serum, yeah, like yeah. like at some point, like Harry looks down at his like drink or something. He's like, "What?" He's like, "What have you been giving me?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "It's time for me to tell you, you know, what your father's actual last will and testament was, or some shit like that." Um, That'd be interesting. Yeah, the, 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 the version of his father that was the goblin, not the one who came to his senses after Peter killed him. Um, <laughs> you find out yeah. he's a Van Dam. Like, <laughs> take off your clothes, Harry. Take them off. <laughs> <laughs> or do a flashback scene where like Harry is thinking it was a nightmare, but it's actually Norman injecting him while he's asleep. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. That would be yeah. interesting. Um yeah. also the whole so, thing this whole thing is gets really preposterous by the next movie because it opens with New Goblin. Harry's like, you're like, oh, Harry found Norman's stash, blah blah blah. Um but then mm-hmm. Harry sustains an injury that should have fucking killed him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah. he's like, I don't remember anything from the last year and a half. Conveniently enough. I like don't they, don't they also imply that he adjusted the serum? Yeah, they do. They basically have never implied that Harry's intelligent in any way. Yeah. That's, that's movie, a problem. He's like, he's like extra dumb. He's like yeah. dumb bitchbaggery in this movie. There, yeah. there are scenes in three where he's just saying shit that makes you mm-hmm. like as an idiot. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think that parts of this movie feel quaint now. Um, but parts of it, I think, still really work. Um, I think the train sequence is like a perfect action set piece. Um, no, and that's and that and the the fallout from it is exactly how I want people to react to Spider Man, which is like. Like yes, your mask came off, but like there's not a chance in hell any of us would ever tell anyone who you were, even if we knew you. 
That scene um, is beautiful, actually. Like the way they, it's very like passing like Jesus's body. It's like very Masonic. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The way they pass him and they set him down, and everyone just like leaning over looking and at him. Honestly, I think it's only ever they only come they 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 graze brilliance. Actually, I love the scene uh, in Amazing Spider-Man One. Uh, the cranes. I think is fucking yeah. gorgeous. Uh, and it's like mm-hmm. a really uplifting sequence in what is otherwise a really forgettable movie, forgettable movie. But they also do something that in the film where they, t- they, they, they highlight one character that Peter helps and he's the one who initiates the whole crane thing. Um, yeah. And it's, um, it's actually the voice of reverse flash. Um, See, I actually, I think this scene is so much better because it's smaller, especially like, no, it's it's train. smaller, and that one is hella contrived. Yeah. Um, well, because also, like you're telling me, like it's like what seventeen cranes in New York City were all lined up in a perfect row, so they could swing together, so they could so he could use them as anchors. Like, get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here! It's beautiful on paper, but it's ridiculous, and you know when you try to apply it, it's yeah. only it, it's only good because you're like, oh man, this is kind of cool. And then James Horner's music is blasting over it. But um, even when you go to like the train scene, when he first tries to stop it, he puts his feet, he puts his one leg down. And then he picks it up and he's like, holy shit, that hurt. And like rubbing his leg. And yeah, yeah. the doctor's like, you have any other ideas? And he's like, and then he shoots the web and tries to hold it and it rips off the buildings. And he's like, all right, hold on. And like does the other thing. It's like, it is, it has like those funny beats, but you also show that like, this is something that is insanely difficult for him. And you actually feel the, um, I'm trying to think of the, like the word, like you feel the, like the, the doom that's coming. Like everyone's like, yeah, he doesn't stop this. Everyone's dead. Yeah, yeah, there's a sense of there's a sense of stakes to the situation, but it also feels it feels big and it feels exciting. Um, And I I mean, this kind of leads into the sort of the last segment, but it it sort of precedes things like Cap pulling down that helicopter, um, you know, or I think many other things. Yeah. When he starts to collapse in the guy's hand and it like catches him is such mm-hmm. a great shot. And it reminds me a lot of like stuff that we've seen in the Avengers movies or even mm-hmm. Endgame, like that. Like he's for all intents and purposes in that moment, he could be dead. And they're like kind of again, they pull him in. The people he saved pull him in and like the kind yeah. of honoring him and then the carrying him back. It's it is probably the best scene in all three of these movies, I would say. Yeah. That sequence, I guess. Well, that that's why it's referenced endlessly in other Spider-Man material. Like, it's shown in Spider-Verse. It's directly referenced in the game in a fucking hysterical way because he tries the he tries it again, and he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, oh, that worked last time. <laughs> yeah, and I love what the, that it ends with the kids and the kids are like, hey, we found this. Don't worry, Spider-Man. We won't tell nobody. And then it also ends like the the actual final thing is that like, oh, they all stand up to protect him, and Doc Ock's like. Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, I can kill, kill, kill all of you. <laughs> yeah. Which is in itself a callback to the last movie. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah, no, really. sort of like on the Brooklyn Spider Man alone. Yeah. But this time it doesn't it doesn't work out quite as well. Uh this this time around. Well Goblin's um, too like Goblin's too self involved to uh to, to to tell those people like get the fuck out of the way. I could pumpkin bomb all of you. <laughs> instead he has to be instead he has to go, ah curses and then fly <laughs> away. <laughs> it's a beer bottle. Ah. It also shows the difference. Oh forty four whiskey. The two villains, because like Goblin is like completely like a sociopath, and, and Doc is the Doc Ock is like 
her i'll set up this contraption and then it's gonna fuck him up and then i just go in and pick him up at the end yeah yeah like, and play much smarter Please move, small humans. I have four large mechanical clawed arms on my back, and I could peel the skin off of all of you one at a time. Get out of the way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, he's he's very intimidating, but he's also he's still a human being, which is something that I think works. I think he he holds up purely because I think as a, if he was a villain in a Marvel movie, he would be like the standout. <laughs> he would oh. be commenting on how good he is compared he's, to he's, uh, other Marvel villains. Well, which is um, again, it, it's he does that in the game. He's the one who's like he assembles the six. He's like, yeah, all of your fuck ups, and I have mm-hmm. ways to fix all of this. Listen to me. Yeah. yeah, but he can also fit in the MCU. Like this direct character can fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a version of this could fit. Per- I think a, a sort of a, a melding of this version and the game version would be. Yeah, and what, what's MCU. funny is a long time ago, I got really tired of Raimi redeeming his villains because I was younger and way cynical, way more cynical. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think it kind of peaked in three when there's like no resolution because Venom seemingly dies off screen. And Sandman's like, I killed, I killed your uncle. Bye. He just fades away. Yeah. Well, I mean. The snap happened, and it just it came through their universe. Sand, Sandman essentially just escapes; like he just no, leaves. he leaves. He he's like, my bad, yeah, he's, sorry, and I just just yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to the Sierra and become a god. That's probably what he did. <laughs> <laughs> but like for a, for a god, you have very strange sense of fashion. The, the last thing I who wears to... green and black horizontal stripes. <laughs> Is like both the design of Doc and like the effects, because like I think all the close-up shots on the arms are are they practical? Because they look goddamn amazing. They are a lot of are, yeah, they're very. Practical. It is a very very even blend of practical and CGI. Mm-hmm. The yeah. CGI doesn't age well, but like you gotta kind of forgive that. It looks PS. Some of the CG, so, but some of it's like well, that's just that's just the time that they did it. It's just yeah. early, love, it's mid two thousand CG. I love the poses. Um, the only one thing I like that I just remembered because I made it in the chat that I wanted to talk about was like, what the fuck was up with the fucking spider web cuddle scene at the end? Yeah, that was weird. Oh my god, I was just like, why is this here? Why mm-hmm. is this, this? And then when he's lowering her down, I'm like, oh, and then it's like it comes out and it's coming straight from his like web. Yeah, I was like, that was oh, oh, that's that dope. was where I was like, okay, this. There's uh, also there's also way too much like, well, he's a Spider Man, so he has to act like a spider, which is a right. spin of fucking whip. Like, no, Peter uses nets and like like uh like satchels and slings. Like he uses his <laughs> webbing to make actual apparatuses that a human being would use. He's a Spider Man, not a man spider. Like, like I liked when Ock was throwing people and he was like shooting the things to catch them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like, like a, shooting a, webs, and they sort of became nets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like that was cool. Like, it's just that, that weird yeah. giant web between like the crane and something else. I was like, why did he make this? And it's then the he's like, cross it like a spider. I was like, this is fucking weird. It's yeah, like the same yeah, thing as like Spider-Man Three, the fucking web hammock. Like, did you have to make an actual web, or could you just make a hammock? And like, yeah. I don't get his idea. And it's in the first movie. It's in this movie when he does it with May. It's like, all right, you rescued someone. Why are you carrying them 15 blocks away? Can you just like grab them and put them down? Yeah, put them down. <laughs> to be fair, he he tries to bring May back to where they started, but yeah, like it's it's yeah, it's it's weird. Um, I, I do like the combat in this movie. Oh. I think the Spider-Man combat in this movie stands up better than the first uh, it's, one where well, it's 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 pulled back more, it's less mm-hmm. um 
it's less it, here comes a giant punch right it's, and spider-man moves like when he yes. like contorts himself to fit through things the slingshot mm-hmm. like, he fights like spider-man would fight yeah yes the, the he, he fights exactly like i would expect the first movie is like using two, the webs to his advantage the first movie is very like 1930s like like put up your dukes old timer <laughs> yeah and come he, on like, see like, yeah. when he, like, holds, like well, Ock throws him and he's like no 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 webs him and pulls him with him like there's yes. a bunch of like things where he's like yeah, to stay in the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like yeah. I just think I remember in the, in the in the parade sequence, the first movie, like after Goblin's like, I surrender, like he clotheslines somebody, he picks someone mm-hmm. up with a tie and just throws them. Like these big, giant, very telegraphable punches that he's throwing. And like mm-hmm. the most Peter does is like jump over some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think they got like a better stunt person, better coordinator. And then. Yeah. And I think effects had kind of caught up. A little yeah, bit more. I, so he was able have... to do Spider-Man again. Like, Granted, I still like I still like the fights in the first movie because it's I will take two guys throwing funny looking punches any day of the week over floaty, non-believable bullshit, like the worst part of Black Panther. Mm. I mean, sure. I, yeah. I would say in this movie, like the train sequence is a like the fight scene, just the fight scene part. Is a mm-hmm. better fight sequence than the ending. The ending fight sequence is like a minute. It's mm-hmm. real fast, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. this kind of just like ends really quick." Mm-hmm. Well, he oh. yeah, he does the whole like I'm gonna redeem you type thing. Well, but yeah, well, like takes him out, and then he's just punching his face in. Which mm-hmm. again, he just has special arms. Otherwise, he's just a dude. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, like, like there's a there's a moment when they're falling off that building earlier where like peter headbutts him and ox should be like out <laughs> like in he should be face with a bag of money that weighs what 200 pounds yeah yeah like, he should just, be dead his head exactly. should be squished against the wall yeah all um, right i i i don't want to do this but like i am viciously tired and yeah. either either i need to bail or we need to bail <laughs> well okay yeah I'm, I'm, i i know i'm trying to we're trying to wrap this up i guess yeah um uh, I guess Kevin Feige. What did he learn? Uh, does anybody have any particular? Thoughts um, taking uh, take, taking away all my criticism of this movie, like, um, a villain with like a sympathetic villain, um, giving your hero like a, a like a, a relatable problem, um, mm-hmm. that isn't just like because the first movie. I don't feel like Peter has any problems I distinctly relate to. Yeah, like, he has an existential crisis movie that actually he has like he has fucking he has ED in this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He talk to a doctor about it. Which yeah, I think he is, has, yeah, yeah, he has emotional troubles that match who the character is. Which I, I you know you know what I think that that is something that was definitely learned. Like when I think of I think a lot of Cap when I think of stuff like this. Like having, yeah, I think of like, Iron, I think of Iron Man three. Yeah, that too. But also, but like the whole thing in Cap two, where he's like. What am I doing? Like, who am I? Why am I here? Should I be here? Point of this. Should I be doing this? Yeah, like, it, I, I throw myself back in and I just do the job, but I don't know if it's really what's the best thing for me to do or if it is the best thing for me to do. And there's a lot of that I can see coming from this movie and coming out of it. Um, the other thing is uh, I do think that Marvel did learn the villain stuff. 
I think that they just didn't want to put it in individual films. I think that their focus was always on the broader, um, you know, multi-film villains. And I think and that that's I, why... I think this, this movie actually predates The Dark Knight with the idea yeah. of, like, do the right thing even if people are going to fucking hate you for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. I think like, that's but, there. Like, the people with the loudest voices will condemn you and they will chase you and then, you know, set the dogs on you. He's like, but history will eventually come around and say, like, no, you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do also think yeah. they learned of like setting up nuggets, even mm-hmm. if you never visit them. It's just like it's something fans can drool over, and then right. if you do come back and visit them, holy shit, is everyone hyped? Next time, baby. Next time, yeah. baby, you'll be done. Yeah. I, I do feel like there was more intention with what they set up versus the last movie. Like, I don't think oh. they ever thought Eddie Brock would be coming back. No, but the Connors stuff. The is yeah. like there's no way that there wasn't plans for that, which he's mm-hmm. talked about. Yeah, uh, and I do I honestly do think Doctor Strange might have been set up to some degree. I don't know yeah. how much set up it was, but it felt like it could have been. Um well, and the other thing is uh Campbell was a coming as Mysterio, then who's to say that Doctor Strange wouldn't have come in as like the last yeah. like act like big face? Yeah, that, that could have been a that that actually yeah, that's actually really smart. That would have been very smart if that yeah, was sort of really yeah, yeah, yeah. doing I can do it. Too, Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> with the whole with the whole relatable villain thing, I think Tony Stark as the sort of antagonist in phase three of the MCU, um, until he comes across the real antagonist of the entire MCU. Um, his turn as the antagonist and how relatable he is as sort of becoming the bad guy in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that works if you don't have Alfred Molina in this role. Like I don't, I don't think that that's as easy to do or as easy to sell on screen. If you don't have this example that Alfred yeah. Molina makes in this movie. I do think that like the Alfred Molina, like is a bold casting choice. Cause mm-hmm. he was not like the only other movie I ever think of him as is like uh, in Frida as the husband. I can't remember his, the mm-hmm. guy's name. Like he is an actor who has gravitas that's like been in like Oscar caliber movies, but he's not a he's not a blockbuster guy. Like he's in Boogie Nights as the gangster (laughs) that Mark Wahlberg robs. Yeah, who has like an Asian like sex yeah (laughs) yeah sex boy or whatever. Like yeah, he's he's a weird character actor. No, he's a he's a he's a weird looking dude too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's big. He's a tall big. Like, kind of whitish Hispanic guy who's mm. like has this awkward body. Like we see it when he takes off the jacket. Like when he's gonna put on the arms, it's like oh, he's a, he's chunk. Yeah, yeah, he's, he, he's like, very he's, chunk. He's but he has like oh, this is the body of like a nerd scientist. He's yeah, like exactly he's awkward. like he's an awkward body, but it works for the character. You wanna know what's funny about him? He has voiced Lex Luthor once before. Really? Oh shit, that's right uh, on Robot Chicken. Um, I was looking through the trivia, and it'll be like the last thing. I was like, he had to get tricked into a lot of his stunts <laughs> because he did not want to do them because he said that he sucked at stunt work, as opposed to Aunt May, who was all about doing all her own stunts. Of course, she was. <laughs> so, like, all of her stunt pieces are her, which I'm like, oh shit, that woman needs more. Oh my god, he's in the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes, that's that's a that rabbit hole. I'm oh, not no. going down. He, like he's in he's in the um what's his name from twilight movie mm-hmm. uh werewolf yeah. boy then they tried to do like a jason Bourne. i think uh, yeah, uh, yeah that's right that's right he's in that 
Like, yeah. He had... uh, yeah. I think his ending, though, I, I, I think specifically his ending is what actually makes me think of Tony Stark. Now that I say it. Uh, like, like, he's like, like, take it into the river. He's, and then Peter goes to do it, and he's like, no, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. It's actually good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and it's yeah it's very it's very akin and it's it's about selfishness it's about putting yourself ahead of or not putting or putting the world uh, uh, over yourself and over what you want in the moment. Um, well, and that goes back to the line yeah. that Peter says to him, and like he kind of snaps back into himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was. Like, I mean, and his I relationship got- with Peter, even actually. That's the one it, thing, like my criticism. Like, I wish we would have gotten more of that. Like, yeah, I, I wish there was more establishment of that. Yeah. Of like, like again, similar to what we got in the game. In the game, yeah. we get so much setup so that when when he's when he says Peter Parker, such a disappointment, and it's the you get chills during that mm-hmm. moment. Um, uh, honestly, if I'm gonna go back to the game real quick, the the moment in that game that shattered me regarding um, Octavius was after like the arms get disabled and he is basically entering full blast, like muscular dystrophy. He can't even move his body. Yeah, and he's, he's like, a- and he's like, he's like, that's okay. I, I won't tell anybody a secret, Peter. He's like, but you know, you can help me and we'll help each other. And then Peter just turns around and walks away and he's like, Peter, he just starts crying. I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, this is fucking brutal. And they, and then, the fucking guards at the, the the raft just toss him into his fucking cell, knowing he can't move, and just like throw him in there and don't bother helping him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and he's just yeah. wailing to himself. And I I hope uh it, it, like we're definitely seeing more of him by the time the next game rolls around. Oh, so yeah. I can't wait for that. I just want mm-hmm. to say like, the last thing is like I looked up Molina's IMDb besides Spider Man Two, his other three movies, which are all first: Frida, Magnolia, and Chocolat. Like God, like, whoa! Like he's he was like a character actor in just big movies, but like mm-hmm. big art movies. He was yeah. an odd choice, which I do think lends to the whole MCU of it, where they pick guys who have more gravitas as actors, like yeah. in that kind of actor thing. They're, they're not picking like, based off their resume. They're not. No. They're not. Are not based off of their obvious resume. They're picking based off of their ability uh, to sell a, a character or to sell a role. Um, and yeah, I, I think that that's something that definitely transferred over. I don't think you get a Robert Downey Jr. or a Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk or so on and so forth without uh, casting choices like this one. It's also so. the thought, like you go to like Civil War, not Civil War, Winter Soldier. It's like, yeah, that yeah. is why you go after a Robert Redford to play this like mm-hmm. very, like the nuanced character, like also like let's grab a who the fuck is this to play, yes. to play the key like the key antagonist in the movie. Yeah, like in in that movie you have the most subtle Hydra agent ever, and then you have Hydra computer <laughs> robot yes. voice. Um, but then so you have yeah, and the Sebastian Stan who's a fucking nobody before yes. that movie oh, came out. Oh, like, he, did just like a sh- he did like a bunch of shitty teen throb movies. And then- uh, he did one. It was called The Covenant, and it was yes. directed by Rennie Harlan, and it's got, it's got fucking Gambit in it. <laughs> yes, yep. it does. Yeah, oh. great film I, that I've seen. I feel like I, we've talked um, about... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, to close this up, like, I was 
minding my own business one day. I was and like, usually I hear shit come from the TV. Like Ashley's watching. I can't fucking identify. I have not seen the covenant since it came out in theaters. Okay. And I hear from the wall, say the words, I give you my power. And I ran out, slid across my socks on the wooden floor and went, <laughs> and went, are you watching the fucking covenant? And she goes, I don't fucking know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is a movie that's on like a Sunday at 1 p.m. on TNT. And then she pulled the guy and she goes, apparently I am. <laughs> I mean, that's a movie when you turn on your you turn on your TV, it's just on and you're like, wait, why are they playing this at like like 11 a.m.? I will like, say that has um so there's this entertainment group called Tom and Andy. They did the music for Resident Evil Afterlife. And I still maintain that the Resident Evil movies pass a certain point. Between like four and six have excellent scores. Um, Tom and Andy did like the theme for the Covenant, and it's the only thing about the movie I fucking remember. It's the only thing about the movie that's decent. It's really good. I'll throw it in one of the chats after we're done. Actually, it's it's fantastic. But anyway, yeah, that's uh Spoderman. Spoderman two. Spoderman two. It's a good movie. Two thousand four. So long ago. Uh, I am not prepared for Spider-Man 3. Nope. No, no, I'm not. I'm also not prepared <laughs> for the amount of plugs that have to happen, so here's the lazy form of it. Um, hey, Movie Dumpster is a thing that exists that I'm also on, and we just did Super Mario Brothers, and that should be out. Uh, wait, is it out already? I don't even know. I'm yeah, really fucking know. tired, everybody. Um, uh, today was, was bullshit long. Um, and it ended with me uh, applying hot water to a poor kitten's face to get his eyes to open after they had been crushed it over with infection. Um, but it's fine. It went home and it was looking around. So uh, there's that. But it's got a little bit of a road to go before it can actually like use its eyes in any productive way. Um, but uh, Super Mario Bros. should be out soon. And then Child's Play should probably be out this week. Um, uh, we watched Child's Play three, and that is a fucking dog shit movie that I hope I never have to sit through again. It's it's it was the equivalent of not just watching paint dry; it was like watching someone watch paint dry. Um, and I it's it's really really bad, and I don't shy away from voicing my disdain for it during the review. Um, and I don't like Child's Play. Period. So yeah, it was arduous, and I hated every second of it. But that's that's that movie dumpster podcast. Yeah. <laughs> my Batman uh, ring, my Batman ring came flying off my fingers with that finger gun. Yeah. Uh let's see. Um uh LHP uh with me and Arxayor is back this week. We did sort of a what we've been watching recently. You'll actually hear my opinions on Dark Phoenix, my full opinions on there before you hear them on here. That's which is something that usually doesn't happen, but it, it did. Uh, so go listen to that. Uh, go listen to the Monster Mash. We're going to be coming back with a whole lot of episodes to make up for some missing ones. So check that out. Uh, check out Lou on there at some point. Connor's <laughs> Connor probably return pretty soon, I would assume. More than likely. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. So go do that. I'll plug Los Haro Games for Hunter because he's on there quite a bit. So yeah. Go go do that. He's also seemingly died. He didn't tell us he fell asleep, but I don't think he left the actual <laughs> chat yet. No, he left the chat. 
Oh, okay. I he did it he in the he did it in the other the secondary chat that's in the oh, okay. call. Yeah. Now. Um so yeah, if you're listening to this and you're listening to the Phantom Zone, so check out In Out Comics, uh just about every Thursday, talk about comic books. Uh the Smallville Chronicles, which we record today, the new episode, which featured um MCU uh I guess I don't know star. But uh, Maria Hill, Colby Smolders in her oh, small sure. debut. Um, yeah, check that out. And then Lost Harrow for Legion of Tunes, which we talk about tunes. That's kind of about once a month now. Check that out. All right. Rate, review, subscribe to everything. Tell a friend. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Bye. That, that's it. Goodbye. Fuck Max Landis. Yeah, fuck Max Landis.